You asked for it, and I'm giving it to you guys. Another roadcast on Jeremiah Wonders with our pal Joel Berg, Joel Jimenez, Red Band, and his girlfriend Janice. On the way down to the La Jolla shows for Kill Tony. Got some great Kill Tony dates that I want to read to you guys. Uh, we're going to be hitting a lot of different places. We're in the midst of Kill Tony Mania in San Francisco and Sacramento. Uh, right now, if you're listening, we're headed to Australia, Ohio, D.C., New York, Get tickets for that at TonyHinchcliffe.com. And what I'm really excited about as well, on top of that, we're doing stand-up with some of those dates. I'm also starting to headline some of my own shows. So please, please, please come out and support your boy in Kansas City, December 19th through 21st. And also November 16th, Saturday, Huntington Beach Rec Room. I'll be headlining that night. Uh, and then uh, just dates added in St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri, November 29th through 30th. If you're not doing anything Thanksgiving weekend, if you're in town in St. Louis, Come see your boy. Come support. And Friday, December 6th, I will be with Reagan Watkins headlining at San Diego Comedy Palace with the Kill Tony Band. And you'll also see stand-up sets from all of us boys. And we're bringing our pal William Montgomery as well. A great way to support the show is by going to jeremiahwonders.com and grabbing a t-shirt or a sticker or some vinyl or something like that. Or uh, you can uh, do what our pal Zach Richter did. He just Venmoed me uh, a little bit of money, which I appreciate. And my Venmo is at jeremiah-watkins. Thank you for everybody who's listening, viewing, however you're consuming this podcast. Keep subscribing, youtube.com slash jeremiahwatkins. I appreciate all the love and the support. I want to get into this special edition of this roadcast episode one of the fanning out questions i forgot to include one of the people who shifted my life in a very positive way and that was my wife so duh jeremiah wanted to include that here in the intro so just to clarify that without further ado let's get into the special roadcast edition of jeremiah wonders with joel berg joel jimenez brian redband and his girlfriend janice here on jeremiah wonders <laughs> I would love to edit, dude, on that, the one with Pat. Were you just sleeping, Brian? Uh, <laughs> Wait, oh. Brian, if you're sleeping, who's driving? We're in, we're in Red Band's uh, Tesla right now, and uh, he's seriously not even eyes on the road right now. It's a little alarming, but wow. it's okay. He has his eyes closed. He really does. Wow. Technology, people. <laughs> We're back on another Jeremiah Wonders Roadcast, and we have very special guests today, Brian Redband, Joel Jimenez, and our most specialist guest, Janice, is joining us today. Yeah! yeah. We finally get to hear from the... <laughs> I know Brian's not really sleeping because he's not <laughs> farting at the same time. <laughs> Would you say that Janice is your better half, Brian? <laughs> better half. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, guys. What? What was the question? I'm sorry. I, just I said, would you say Janice is your better half? Way better half. Way better half. Better than the other halves I have. <laughs> How many so halves do you have, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Better third? Brian yeah. has four halves. Yeah, dude. And no knowledge of what halves are. Well, cows have what? Four stomachs? Wow, the halves and the half knots. And bison have six? <laughs> 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 
Do bison really have six? No, I, I want to start that rumor, kind of. Oh, that's a Cows good rumor. Do. Did you see that Facebook post where uh, somebody was selling their bison collection? <laughs> and I said, for the love of God, please buy this. Because yeah, was, there were was so many bison figurines. Oh, Who man. collects that many bison figurines? There was like 20 different bison like toys. Wow. Like, Dude, it was like somebody had like an old settler's like uh, landscape or something that was in, in their house. It was pretty cool. I was like, wow, this is. If you actually got that for Tony, you'd probably be like, what am I going to do with all yeah. this? Yeah, like where am I going to put all this around my house? Yeah. We're headed down to uh, La Jolla right now to do two sold out Kill Tony shows. So, yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you watched an Eddie Murphy movie and you're like, this is good? Uh, uh, Shrek. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even know of an Eddie Murphy movie lately. There's a, this one that came out where he played a serious role, where he played like kind of like an alcoholic uh, who was looking over. Uh, oh, what was it? He was looking over somebody like their 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 daughter that it was like Mister Mister Cosby, <laughs> Mister Murphy. No, it was some. I, I forget what it was. It was all right. His, act, know, his acting was fact, good. Brittany Murphy was actually his daughter. Oh wow, that's wild, dude. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Whoa! And it just went from safe to very unsafe. <laughs> actually, Brian's a pretty good driver. Yeah. Maybe on this podcast he'll open it up on the road and we can see oh, the acceleration. Dude. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. Whenever it literally feels like yeah it still scares the shit out of me yeah because red band will just like hit that pedal and just i was about to say gas pedal but it's not a we in a tesla this is what the inside of a tesla looks like that's pretty cool i don't think you guys have actually felt like for an extended period of time too where you like oh, excels like where and you excels really and excels. opens it up fuck it that. feels weird I'm sure stuff starts getting real blurry. Does it feel kind of like a roller coaster a little bit? Kind of, like yeah. yeah like, oh, it actually like does. you start feeling like the G forces or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. It's actually a beautiful Sunday. We usually we. It, I feel it kind of feels like a bizarro weekend because, like, I took the. I usually take Sundays off, but I took Friday off because I was like, ah, we're going out of town on Sunday, and then we have to start the week so quickly again with another Kill Tony yeah. tomorrow. So. And our late show is like at 10 o'clock, which will probably be like 10, 15, 10, 30. So shut up tonight. To like, yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Our, our late show is a, a 10 Wait, o'clock so show. The first one. 630, I think. Yeah. Oh, damn. Whoa. 730, So, yeah, I guess there's why did they have it? So, oh, <laughs> oh, a new feature on the video, <laughs> a tracking feature. <laughs> That's I was telling Jeremiah, you could probably just hit like a podcast button on, in this car and microphones and a camera would just pop out of the console. Yeah. What's your favorite feature of the Tesla? Definitely the self-driving, but uh, probably the just being able to get you feel like you're driving for free, like uh, like a charge for free. You know, there's chargers everywhere. Also, there's like a community when you're charging and other Tesla uh, owners. It's like kind of like we're all like a little family or something. Like the other day, J.D. Witherspoon, I don't know if you know him. He was charging up, you know, the charger I go to, Jack Black, I guess, is always there and stuff. And you, when you're charging, you just all kind of hang out and talk about Tesla. It's weird. It's like a little community. It reminds me of the, the early days of Apple, I guess. Uh, I, I, I know there's people just like stabbing their heads right now, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. I like it, but yeah, the, the the or the speed, I guess, 
what's really weird is that uh, it has like no motor so you're not going like first gear second gear third gear you're just going like zero to 60 in like four seconds you know so when you're on the freeway and you're like there's traffic darting in and out and like trying to get around cars and stuff it's like tron like that movie tron it's like it's so accurate and fast that you feel like you're you got like a cheat code and it kind of kills cars for you though like i i have a civic also and when i try to drive the civic it just feels like a dumb car like it's just like this is stupid like it it kind of ruins like if you get a a tesla it's really hard probably to go back to a regular car after that well let's uh hope that we keep going on the up and up (laughs) two years later brian's driving an 82 renault alliance (laughs) dude this camera angle is actually kind of cool a little bit because it feels kind of wide angle and you can see through you can see how much glass there is on on the roof there's like so much and here you can just put things like like topics Put topic oh, oh like little scroller like like a news ticker thing yeah. brian yeah, just pooped his pants oh once again my my favorite feature is the fart feature where you can oh can you do that yeah. you can uh put it on for the turn signal and you can also whoopee cushion people right fart on so that's the same one yeah Fart, fart on demand <laughs> is have you ever heard a more perfect sentence for brian crank crank that audio Oh, the music is still on. Okay. One see. second. Mute the music. Here, pause that. Let's see. Yeah, let me just go back and turn. So if I turn on... Uh, it's, it's okay. So if you turn on the whoopee cushion... I don't know why it's so quiet. DJ Fartbox. Oh, boring. Oh, here. There's. I'm so random. So so anytime I use the turn signal, it will fart. But you could also put a, a, a whoopee cushion on somebody's seat. So... <laughs> oh, Jeremiah. Wait, do you have our seat warmers on too, Brian? Put, put it over there like that by the speaker. Uh, okay. Have we talked about this before on this show? How Brian puts the seat warmers on and makes us think we're losing our minds? We are literally driving Brian Redman's dream vehicle. <laughs> it can fart on command yeah. and he can hit it at any and time. There's an Asian woman in the back seat. I just, I just. I make small She came with a car. Not a lot of people know this. But, uh, oh my goodness. I just keep thinking of Jack Black charging with you. Dude. Dude, it's like I'm driving for free. <laughs> yeah. Tesla. Oh man! Another another good thing is because there's no engine and there's just wheels pretty much that there's so much trunk space. Like the front is just a huge trunk. The back has like two layers of trunk. It's just pretty much all trunk space because there's nothing else. So you know, no. So so many places to put bodies and different things like that. Fart fart machines. My drums. David Derry's in the trunk right now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Ryan J. Ebelt is drawing us right now. Yeah. Uh, Janice actually runs the uh, Twitter for uh, Kill Tony, which I like. I really like when you get snappy with some people. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, do you really? Do you get combative? I got a little bit more in the beginning. I, I, I love it when you do that because it, it reminds me of the Wendy's account, how they like are a little That's bit what I was combative. To yeah, I, I like that because it's sometimes you'll just respond like, you know, if it's a dumb enough question or something, you're like, well, okay, yeah. here we go. Can you say, like, can you bring up something that you have done? Or, Jeremiah, would you, is there one in particular that you found really funny? 
Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, well. Just if they ask, like, questions that have been asked so many times before, it's like, what is the, or, or are there any shows on the road or, or like, what is it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, are you guys going to live stream on the road? Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, like we d- we never have the, all these comedy clubs that we, we go to rarely have good Wi-Fi. And like it, it's and then they actually had to Brian had actually you didn't you have to talk to the store to get them up to speed like to actually make that happen so we can live stream there. Yeah, they uh, I mean, we've been working on the uh, just the Wi-Fi for Kill Tony for a couple of years. They've gone out like a couple of times. I even had to like I didn't think the Internet was ever going to get fixed enough to be able to live stream. So I had uh, I know the president of T-Mobile name drop uh and john actually uh sent out his t-mobile team once and i forgot to tell the comedy store but all these guys with like these radars and all this equipment came out and the comedy store's like what the fuck is going on and then luckily they let him in and they went through every single room to see if how they could uh, uh improve the the signal there so maybe i could just use t-mobile instead of the internet so but luckily they got the internet fixed and uh T-Mobile's really great at the comedy store. <laughs> Were they checking for dead areas? Dead area. Like, yeah, the problem with the comedy store, I think, is that you know the it's probably all lead paint and like mm-hmm. crazy, uh, crazy shit, like iron walls and great, stuff. I'm glad the we're breathing so that old. in every. Yeah. <laughs> we get silly. Dude. I love this drive to uh, down to San Diego. It's so nice every time. Like we'll we'll reach a point probably in like another. 30 45 minutes where it's just coastline yeah. it's oh, yeah. just like the beach and that's like my favorite you feel the part air of the drive better and better i know the air quality improves so much what's the line you always drop when you see those uh it's from naked gun oh yeah the boobs yeah. from naked gun it's the two nuclear reactors and uh it's like everywhere i go i can't stop thinking about her <laughs> that's right <laughs> that dude i really miss those kind of movies Me too. where there was a joke like every line yeah. almost it was insane i miss leslie nielsen man Le- yeah. leslie nielsen was one of my favorite people and so was oj simpson honestly before he did all that shit you know uh i used to love oj's character Allegedly, in naked gun, Brian, you know? he's been acquitted like he was great in naked gun like he was like the perfect uh it didn't seem like it would work on paper but he was perfect for the naked gun movies yeah he was really good and we were just talking uh you janice and i were just talking about how we watched that uh new phil hartman abc documentary do you guys like that yeah it was great i didn't know a lot of the details like i didn't know about the drug use and i didn't know uh like i couldn't remember a lot of this stuff so it was interesting to see how it was all played out i forgot that he was in Wee herman you know i i didn't even thought about oh, that yeah. in a long time i also learned something about the dating game which is a uh, i didn't know he was on it but i also didn't know steve martin was on the dating game dude i want to see that footage yeah. so bad so i'm gonna that's something i need to i was like mental note uh youtube that you know try to find that episode they did it as a as contestants yeah they did oh, it they whoa. said that it was bring that back yeah oh that'd be the that'd, be, that'd be really fun yeah. actually they the said tinder it was game. like the tinder game <laughs> they said it was kind of like a rite of passage in hollywood like it was almost like if you did well on that show then 
because you got to be naturally yourself and funny, then they'd be, it was almost like an audition for other things because they Whoa. could kind of plug you into things after that. Like, oh, Phil Hartman and obviously Steve Martin and, and different stars like that. Like, oh, they're likable and they're really quick on their feet and they know how to connect with an audience right away. So, of course, like we, we should put them in commercials and other things like that. I, I didn't realize how many commercials Phil Hartman had actually been in. Yeah, he was in like video, uh, like ice hockey for Nintendo or something like that. Yeah, and it was, it was there were so many random commercials I had no idea. So it was cool to see that. It was a lot, really cool to see a lot of the old footage. I, I, I also did one of those things after I watched it. Uh, I looked up Phil Hartman's kids, and now they're like grown adults. And I followed them on Twitter and Instagram and kind of stalked them a little. And it looks like the son is like a huge Star Wars nerd. Like he's selling Chewbacca shirts and stuff like that. And the daughter is like this beautiful model, like looking girl. It's uh, very interesting. Yeah, I was telling you guys uh, before when we started the drive that what was throwing me a little bit too was those old news radio cast photos and stuff. And just to see how young Joe Rogan was like and how much smaller he was too. Like it was like he was in shape, obviously, but he's obviously, you know, every year gotten like stronger and, and bigger. So that was powerful kind of a, Joe that, Rogan. Yeah, it was before he was powerful. Before, before he was woke. Yeah. <laughs> We just rewatched Fear Factor, his old episode. Oh, yeah? What was that like? It's good. Um, He's a good host, man. I mean, there's a reason why he's a great podcast host. It's, it's, it's funny to see him eat the stuff, though. That's when I'm like, oh. oh did he eat some of it? Dude, he would do it a lot. Like, the cockroaches and different, like, that. oh, I remember that. Like He's very he's, encouraging. He, yeah, he used to do it to encourage, like, if somebody was chickening out, he'd be like, look, I'll eat the cockroach. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah. That's, I gotta see that. And this was before I knew that he was even a comedian. I was like, this guy is crazy. Like, I would watch, and he'd just, like, he'd just turn his face, and he'd just, like, muscle it down yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um is there any any game show that you would want to host jeremiah in a perfect world oh that's interesting uh, uh I know which, one. which one and they just brought it back also press your luck that was always my favorite like with the whammies oh no whammies yeah. yeah huh i love that one and uh that'd be fun to do or any kind of like like game show where it's uh like i like the i like all the basic bitch ones like the, like the ho- hollywood squares i was a huge fan yeah. of hollywood squares i would love girl. to do family feud family feud would be a good because yeah. all steve harvey does is just make fun of them for being dumb he just oh, looks dude. at the camera it's pretty like, great these idiots um, I like the hundred million dollar pyramid too. Or what's the number? Million dollar. Million dollar. Oh, okay. <laughs> the hundred thousand <laughs> million dollar pyramid. That, that you know that that you know it depends like where you grew up. Like it was syndicated in different tax brackets for, for different people. Twenty dollar pyramid. Twenty dollar stamps. Yeah. Coupon pyramid. Dude, that'd be a funny parody of that show where it's just like really poor people questions. The rations pyramid. Yeah, the rations. <laughs> Oh man! You find a book bag at a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> we just read at Denny's, and uh, and Joel had the courage to open this oh this God. backpack that was looked brand new that was in the corner of this Denny's lot, and I was like, and then courage or stupidity? I should probably be smarter about shit like that. Yeah, and then no joke five minutes from when joel looked through it a guy on a bike that looked like a gangbanger came up slung it over his shoulder and then rode the bike away tattoos up to his jawline yeah it was it was pretty intense 
Um, you're you were gonna say which game show you wanted to host, Jeremiah? Oh, um, I would say, I I don't know. I kind of would like to uh, maybe a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, that'd be cool. I that'd can be, see you on that. that. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, but maybe also something like american ninja american ninja oh, warrior because i would because so i would be like i would want to be the thing like i would take the technique that that uh that joe used in fear factor <laughs> would do the i would do the thing i'd be like it's not that hard and then i just like <laughs> just fall into because, the water because i imagine what it's like it's like a carnival act you know those carnies who who are like they show you they demonstrate the game yeah the they're they're there every single day so they know the tricks and like ways to not fail basically so i feel like <laughs> like it'd be so funny to see the host just like uh, just go do it it's like yeah see it's not that hard i and would then see like yoked out people like failing doing it i don't know I've, I've always wanted to see when you were when we were doing the kill jeremiah thing you and tony go head to head on a ninja warrior course would be oh amazing. dude that'd be dude. incredible that'd be fun Oh, he's so fun. Jeopardy's about to open up soon. Oh yeah, Are they, they're coming back. Jeopardy. <laughs> I'd be. No, uh, I don't know anything. I'm. Jeopardy's host... still on TV. Oh, no, okay, I mean, the, I, I was making a mean joke because yeah. the host has uh, his oh, cancer came back. Oh. oh yeah, he's got he's got Nancy Reagan black boobs in his butt. Yeah. I'll take life-ending illnesses for five hundred. <laughs> I'll take things that I wish you could scrub from a podcast for two hundred. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Uh. Uh, wow. <laughs> Janice with the cutthroat. Line. I know. I was just thinking that. I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Why? Why Brian and Janice date each other? <laughs> How long have you guys been together now? Three and a half years. Uh, yeah, three and a half years, right? Yeah, a little more like than three and a half years. Wow. How did you guys meet? Because I don't know if I even remember how you guys met. Uh, Snapchat. We met on Snapchat. Wow. The only thing that's good about that app is that I met her on it. Uh, she sent me a, a message like uh, once, like a DM. And I forget. Do you remember what you actually said in the DM, the first one? Or, I forget. But she posted a photo of herself. And I was like, Asian? No. Bring, 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 bring. And I invited her to uh, to come to a show, and I think you did, but you I didn't. I brought a couple friends, and then they had to leave because work or something like that, so we just left. Yeah, so she didn't even say hi, hi to me. She did, she was like, oh, I had fun, thanks. And I'm like, you didn't even say hi to me. And then so then she came back another time, I think by herself. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got to talk to her, and I remember the first thing, and I thought this is so weird, uh, is that she was chewing nicotine gum. And I'm like, oh, you quit smoking and, it, and she's like no i just do it for the buzz or something whoa oh i was whoa. bored <laughs> you're like this chick is hardcore dude <laughs> do you still do you ever hit that vape no okay i i don't i almost don't even do anything now like don't drink don't yeah. smoke i used to do i used to microdose uh -huh. but like really what's the word for it I didn't. I wasn't exact about it, so I would just like weed. Guess Can you explain sometimes. microdosing to me? Because I still don't understand what that is. Well, it's when you take like enough, like a small enough amount of acid or shrooms that uh, you don't get hallucinations and you're fully functional in everyday life. But it, like, 
alleviate it, anxiety. Yeah, and, it does that, and it like uh, you, it's like a nootropic almost. It makes your you brain like, function You add a more better. and more every day. Like you're supposed to like like you take a little teeny bit more the next day, and a teeny bit more the next day, and to like to you your have body to be, just gets kind of like used to it. But um, it's what it helps a lot of people. Like a lot of people in Silicon Valley do it to like help with the, their brain function like they're using Dude. it instead of Adderall or it's whatever. It's like a very new age thing, right? Yeah, and people are doing it instead of um, antidepressants. I think I'm ready for a fucking DMT, man. I think I'm at the point of my really? life. I think I want to try it. Really? Yeah. What? Why are you shaking your head, Brian? I, I'm just, you know, the older I get, the more I think that shit like that, like... You you have one brain and yeah, and it's I know. fucking with your brain, you know. Yeah. And I just know so many people. Not really on DMT, but I mean, I guess so. But acid uh, like they just fuck their brain up for life, you know. Yeah. It might not be dr- drastic or anything like that, but it's it's. I don't know. I know one guy that used to do acid so much that he fried his brain so hard. Oh, yeah. He's just now like a McDonald's employee oh, and man. he went to college with me, you know, and he like he had a degree and everything. Now he's just like, hey, dude. <laughs> and you're like, it's just like, oh, what? Not, I think that guy was on Kill Tony the other day. Didn't yeah, I? like that. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when I when I used to go on the road with Rogan all the time, uh, all those DMT guys would come to the show. And yeah. You just can, you could spot them out, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I did D- DMT seven times this week." I just want to do it once. I just want to do it once. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I, I'm not. I'm kind of done with most shit. Have you ever done it? No, but I did. I did the beta test of it. You know, okay. This uh, salvia. Okay. You know, when they were testing, oh, when the government was testing it out. On- I've never. Yeah, I did. Good- I did the demo version of the drug. <laughs> you know, when it was Pretty safe <laughs> before they had nailed it. Yeah. I've never heard a good recount of salvia yeah though, me either anyone. i heard it's awful everybody tells me that they didn't have a good experience yeah. on it well they worked out the bugs and then they made it dmt there was a lot of people uh who i went to high school with in kansas who thought that they were buying weed and it was salvia oh, so they man. would smoke it and they would just like trip and freak out and stuff because obviously it, they were thinking of they're gonna get high and then they started spazzing out i can't believe it was it's legal yeah it's like catnip for adults so yeah, weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know what interests me about it. It's like, I'm always so anxious that I wonder if just once, if I could get some sort of like, a, like peer into like what's really important and sort of like strip the ego away and stuff. That's what I've heard it's good for, but I don't want to be like a DMT burnout. If you get rid of any more ego though, Joel, you're not going to, you're just going to be a fish. <laughs> I mean, oh that's God. a that's a very nice compliment to Joel. Uh, I don't know. Somebody I saw a comment the other day of like, uh, on one of my drum battles, they're like, "This is why he needs to lose. He's getting too confident." And I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, you want me to be? You're trying to tear me down? Like, you know how long it took to even feel confident about this shit? People Come are on, just Cracker Bell kids. Yeah, right." Yeah, my bitch. How's uh, how have you been uh, feeling about your stand up lately, Joel? Um, it's been good, man. I, I, uh, I'm trying to, you know, the biggest hurdle lately has been trying to get outside of myself and sort of like, be funny without the words, kind of, um, channel that on stage where I'm not just nervous, re- like where it sounds like I'm reading. Um, right. Yeah, so that that's been the biggest hurdle. I've been like trying to write new stuff and do as many 
spots as possible. What'd you do that last time? Uh, you oh, the barrel roll. Yeah. I did like a, when we were in San Diego, I was like, well, maybe I'll just do like a, a roll on the floor at the beginning to try and just get me into that like loose feeling. I thought that was a great idea. So like right when he went on stage, he would just for no reason, just roll on the ground, like do a barrel roll and then get up and act and not even say anything about it and just start going into it. But because of that, it woke him up out of his, sometimes Joel gets in like this monotone yeah. version of his act where he's just like, hi everybody. I just uh, like, kind of like Sarah Weinshank. And uh, that barrel roll, I think wakes him up and from the beginning. So he gets out of it. I think it's a good idea. I think you should always do that, Joel. I did uh, so, I did something last night where uh, this is just like a mistake that I think it's easy to make sometimes as a stand-up that I hadn't done in a long time, but it reminded me like, oh, whoops. Uh, you ever like not get into your set quite fast enough and the audience like, like, and then you say something that they don't jive with, yeah. then you're like, they're like, oh, we don't like this guy. Yeah, dude, I was 30 seconds in to my set last night in the OR and I realized like the first thing I said didn't really get a pop. And I was like, OK, well, that's a new opening line that uh, uh, you guys were not into. And I had to comment on it. And then I had to comment on it later. I was like, you guys really did not like that first thing. And you're holding. I was like, these other jokes work. I know that. You know what I mean? So I had to, like, win them back the rest of the, the 15 minute set. And luckily it ended well. But it was one of those things where it was like. You, it's, it's 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 amazing how you constantly are learning and reminded about little technical things like if you don't connect and get them right away sometimes there's some crowds that do not give you leeway and you're like oh i'm a little bit screwed right now i gotta play yeah. catch up yeah i want to like i'm trying to tighten up everything like i did a show on saturday on friday night where i did like five a little over five minutes and i was like oh this is great like it was a good good pacing everything worked and so I want to do that with the rest of it and get put together like a 15 minute thing that is like, you know, heavy hitter shit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But all of it. Yeah. Confidence and not being monotone and stuff like that will help my ideas work better, I think. Channel your inner Joelberg. Yeah, I know. I think about you saying that every time I see you, Brian, Tony in my head every every set I do. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, before I go up, well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? The, what do you guys think of yourselves? <laughs> well, whenever we think of, if it's like a, a flashback to like Sandlot kind of thing, it's all where they're like, all stuff. like, no, it's not negative. It's just like, hey, Joe, you know, we support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, like yeah. scary. Now it's, I think it's just like he's like, no, it's not like that. So now we're just like, oh, hi, Joel. Yeah, I'm yeah. up here in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, that's funny. Joel, it's good to see you again. Uh, no, get out of my ass. So, uh, what's with this new stuff you're working on? Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to work, I guess. I don't All know. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, anyway, I was at the grocery store the other day and. Uh, what are you doing, oh, man? No. Uh, uh, Red Band just did a cutesy shoulder shrug. Yeah, I like that. For you audio listeners out there, that made me laugh pretty hard. Oh, man. Oh, man, we have a uh, we've got another. Uh, so Joel and I were just meeting uh, the other day at my place and we started planning. Oh, God. The character sheet for this next month and a half, because we're kind of Ooh, just about to be upon our fall tour. And uh, it's a lot like of kill Tony's coming up again, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. A lot of editing for Mr. Brian. Seems like we're just going to be mustache guy this time. <laughs> that was, we should tell people that what that is. We, we always have to like pack costumes and our clothes for the week. And one day Brian was like, it's going to get to the point where like you just bring a mustache and you go, I'm mustache guy. <laughs> That'd be good. I'll be mustache guy. Yeah. Just super bare bone. We literally start running out of character ideas entirely. <laughs> a guy with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> You want to know something that like I, I just thought of, but every episode of Kill Tony, there's a part right before Tony goes to Joel and goes, all right, who do we got back here? And Joel does the exact same thing every episode. He always goes, I stand up and I go, you motherfucker, what are you going to say? What are you going to say this time? Because I know he's going to roast me. Oh, you look like a caramel macchiato. Or like, oh, look, he's I, Joel dude, just Mexican. That is so true. It's almost like you can play a sitcom like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Joel. Yeah. Oh, you me. should play that. That's, <laughs> part, that's partly why I do it. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I love... Or someone, or someone should be like, Tony. Hey, Tony. I, I love when you play that sound effect, the 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 red band sound effect. <laughs> Is it the whoop, 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 whoop? Oh no, it's it's literally like red band. Uh, I love trash band. <laughs> oh trash can? Yeah, or yeah, trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like, yeah, yeah, that's uh yeah, that's one of my uh, one of my favorites, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, I love when they put the light on you, dude. And you're, you're always just like, you put your hands up. Oh, what? well, it also feels like one of those like 80s police movies where a prisoner is escaping from the yard and then they shine it right on like the guilty guy. I love that. Oh, man. Oh, this is this is my favorite part of the drive coming up right here. It's all coastline. Turn the camera around up here and check out the titties. Check, uh, turn the camera around and check out these titties coming up right here. Oh, the nuclear plant thing? All right. One second. Let me grab this. Oh, okay. I see it in the distance. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll turn the camera around so you guys can check it out. Are you going to have to blur out any uh, license plates? Fuck their license plates. <laughs> So uh, Jeremiah is now pointing out uh, our drive and we're about to coming up on around this corner. Uh, we're about to go hit the, the boobs, which are nuclear power reactors, which is weird to think that those things could blow up and kill us all at any minute. Uh, here comes the corner. California Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, you can see him right there. Coming up, those big ass titties. Uh, hit the quote. Hit the quote, Brian. Uh, everywhere I go, I can't just, I can't stop thinking about her. <laughs> Looks like there's been some trees, yeah. tree growth. Uh, uh, I think, bush. I think it's been distracting uh, drivers for so long that they decided <laughs> to plant some trees in front of it. Oh man, could you imagine someone just got to jerk off right now? <laughs> There they are. Look at there those sweet titties. Nice and symmetrical. Wow, look at that American flag, too. Wow. This lady next to us, she's about to... <laughs> I think it's Tia Carrera from uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tia Carrera came to uh, the comedy store recently, and I got to meet her and get a photo with her. She looks exactly the same. 
Asians. I don't know who that is. Uh, Cassandra! <laughs> you have, you've never seen Wayne's World? We're not no. worthy! We're not worthy! Oh, I, love, <laughs> I love when the guy's like, when he's going, Zita Pindua, he's learning Cantonese, and doesn't the guy like scrape the the side of the car? Anyway, whatever, dude. No, it's a great scene. Good scene. Weird impression. I don't like that I just did, but it does say, that's what he says. All right, back to you. All right. All right, uh, okay. Uh, can we scrub that from the podcast? <laughs> cool story, bro. Oh. Oh. Man, Janice is one of the boys now. Wow. She roasting Joel in the back, yeah. man. I just got karate chopped. Whoa. <laughs> uh, karate's not even the right... Uh, not even the right term. Joel, you've been training a lot of jujitsu lately. Yeah, it's been great. I you said it. it's been good for physical and mental health. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, mental health. Anytime I'm, like, dying in the gym, I'm like, oh, I'll feel better tomorrow or later. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's good. It's it's like walking a dog, I guess, for me. I, any sort of physical stuff is, like, really good to just calm my brain down. And then if I can learn how to kill people with it, I think it's, like, a double bonus. Dude, I've never rolled my ankle in my life. And last week, I don't know what I did. I literally don't know what I did. I woke up the next day uh, after I had gone on a hike uh, when my, my my ankle was like bugging me a little bit. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll stretch it out on this hike. The next day I went to go play basketball and I could not like put full weight on my ankle. And I had to like ice it and elevate it and do the whole rice thing for uh, yeah, you were like a week. On Monday. Yeah. I was wearing like an ankle brace when we were Russian breakdancers on Monday. Was that from playing basketball? No, I, I didn't even go play basketball. I was like, I can't even put weight on this right now. So <laughs> I was just like resting it all weekend. <laughs> Getting old. <laughs> we find out Jeremiah works for like a foot fetish website. It was... I was jerking off my own foot. Oh, <laughs> I rolled my ankle having too much feet sex. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, dude, that's fun. That's a funny fetish to me. That some guys like two feet around their penis, just like it is weird. <laughs> no like comment. Stroking it. What's the weirdest thing you're into sexually, Joel? I mean, I'm I I I uh, I don't know. I just, let's just say I don't kink shame anyone. Uh, Whoa. That means anything. Joel's got some deep no, cuts. No, 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 no. Hello. No. Hello. I'm still in my head about hey. about when hello, you asked hello, me about jujitsu, about saying if it well, helps me kill people. I was like, I don't want to kill people. Oh. And so I'm still just thinking about that. Red, I think that's like the Red, mildest Red Band's the making the Italian Buca de Beppo <laughs> reference <laughs> with like before it becomes a little fist in the butt. <laughs> you know, like like the, ooh, hey, there's some good pasta. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, inside like, there. Hey, forget hey, about uh, it. Forget about it. Oh, don't tell anybody <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, just a little, bah, bah. hey, a little exploding pasta in your butthole. What are we doing? <laughs> is that is that fettuccine? Oh man, I got oh, excited. Fettuccine. Sorry. <laughs> is that my Alfredo? What's happening? I need more gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I call sauce gravy. That's what we do. Oh man, come on, man. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a. I, I've seen a, a couple movies in the theater recently. I saw it too. Wow, bragging. I'm and just kidding. I saw it too. You saw it? Yeah. I didn't like the first one. Oh. I like the TV one. Though. I love the I love the TV one. Yeah. It's just the perfect amount of like, yeah. and it's the clown is so scary. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry came into her, uh, Janice's old work once. Wow, what? Uh, 
I don't think she knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. I do, but he didn't come in. Oh, oh yeah, he did. He did. Can I see where it, where I worked? Uh, I used to work at the Smokehouse Restaurant in Burbank. And he came in there. That's yeah. so oh, you cool. don't work there anymore. Oh no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, he, <laughs> you know, he he's not in like too good of a shape right now. But he seems surrounded by a lot of good people. He's so a really good actor. He's so oh my goodness, he's a great character actor. I'd love to play like some roles like that where it's something like crazy weird like Pennywise yeah and then also just like great like comedy roles as well that's fun Janice didn't tell you what happened though because you know he's in a wheelchair and stuff and I guess he has a straw to move and he sneezed into the straw by accident and he hit a wall it just went right into a wall like are you serious <laughs> Dude, I swear, I swear, Brian has gotten me so many times. Uh, How many uh, thousands of lies have you told me where, like, I believe it? Like, I don't know. He gets, I always forget that he tells these fake, really believable stories. But it's always, like, real quick. Like, I tell you immediately. Like, no, I'm just fucking. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like, oh, so I, like, toss it out the window. Oh, yeah. Your guys' two truths and a lie was good on... Oh, did you lie. like that podcast? Yeah. I, I thought your... Um, I couldn't tell which one of yours was fake or not. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's funny that... Uh, was real. Yeah. I gotta see that. Um, we did uh, uh, Felicia Michaels and... Uh, well, I guess Jessica Wellington's podcast uh, and Felicia Michaels, but uh, Jason Tebow was co-hosting and, and Brian and I were on uh, an episode. It's like a two truths and a lie kind of podcast and we both basically told two stories one of them was a lie one of them was real and they had to guess which one and brian told some really fun stories so that's a you yeah you have to check that out because i don't want to i don't want to give oh, anything shit, away. I just spoiled it oh that's okay sorry yeah, god damn it oh that's all good listen up for brian's oh, man. <laughs> oh um, can you bleep out oh i guess i could yeah, yeah bleep out certain words yeah i guess so we'll right. see yeah like this one <laughs> uh That's we, we are rapidly approaching san diego yeah this we is are, not that bad of a drive yeah. no we uh we were a little concerned on the way here because the traffic was uh pretty gnarly getting out of la but now it's it's chilled out pretty much i love performing la jolla it's actually one of my my favorite places to go and perform i think partially because i have a little bit of nostalgia with it because it's one of the first places where i did like a road show that was like out of la and uh like i went down and spent like a weekend out of town doing gigs and stuff like that so yeah what was was one of your first places that you went like out of town uh on the road do you remember brian uh well, I used to open up for Rogan, so that I would just, just go on the road all the time with him. Yeah, um, but by myself, it would probably be maybe maybe La Jolla, maybe it was that or San Jose. Maybe actually, I think it was San Jose Improv uh, or Ohio. No, it was Ohio. I'm not even sure. <laughs> it's all. Uh, let's get into this next segment called Fanning Out. Fanning out questions from fans. All right. I reached out to the good people in the Kill Tony Reddit section and asked them uh, if they could ask uh, Brian 
Joel, Janice, or myself any questions, what would they be? Or even some uh, some uh, character suggestions. By the way, I want to clear this up. When I ask on my social media for the Jeremiah Wonders character suggestions, I'm not asking for Kill Tony character suggestions. I'm asking for more improv scenarios for me and the guests to do uh, because people will comment, which, you know, there's some good ideas in there as well, but it's more specific to the episode rather than like the grand scheme of like what Joel, Chroma, Chris and I are going to be doing in the future. So there you go. Uh, this one is from Purdy underscore toasted on Reddit. Uh, Red Band, will you ever do a podcast like Ice House Chronicles again? You're going to start that up again, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I changed the name from Ice House Chronicles to Death Squad Chronicles for this very reason, uh, just so I could continue the podcast on. And uh, how we're going to do it is still kind of trying to figure that out but what it's going to be pretty much is going to be the same feel as a uh, death squad chronicles we're i'm probably going to have about six or seven comics and we're all just going to smoke weed and hang out in like a circle which is pretty much what death squad chronicles was and so i was thinking about even maybe having it uh before or after our shows uh, at the ice house or maybe just having it like a random like every sunday or something like that uh but yeah look guys writing a a guy's riding a bicycle on the side of the highway uh, at 10 speed. Anyway, so yeah, so look for that very soon. It was weird. It was very weird. It was very strange. Wait, he's beating us. He's going faster <laughs> than the car. Oh, no. It's uh, David Goggins. I'll address this one uh, at Jekyll's 69 uh, Redditor. Jeremiah, please film more Stand Up on the Spot and release it on YouTube. It's what the people want. Um, please tell other people what I'm about to say because I, I've repeated myself a few times on this particular topic. It's very special when I am allowed to record the stand-up on the spots. It's not something that I can typically do for various reasons. Uh, I have to get all the comics permission, and that's not quite as easy as you would think it would be. And some people just don't want to be filmed because they are using the show for different purposes uh, than to be recorded they're using that as to a way to mine material for their act uh i look at it as a, as a different thing because i'm i have an improv background so i wouldn't care if we filmed all the shows but it's more kind of keeping safe the integrity of what the comics are working on if they're okay with releasing it then you know i think i'll do uh, a show eventually like i like to drop episodes uh you know maybe a couple times a year uh that's realistic but i might actually go to a different location than the comedy store and maybe film like a stand up on the spot special every once in a while or do something like that but uh, as far as that goes uh when you guys ask questions on the instagram and stuff uh some of the comics actually come to me and it actually doesn't make me look great because they think i'm secretly filming the show because you guys are referring to past episodes so if you would not do that then that would be great <laughs> and that's and that's uh, when we used to do thunder pussy uh same thing a lot of people were like i don't want that online or or they maybe they didn't like their 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 uh spot and they, they you know they don't want it and it just it, it caused a lot of it was hard to do you know like having that you know we're, we ran into that a lot uh, one of my favorite old Thunder Pussy episodes is with Tiffany Haddish that I don't even know it. I don't even think the footage is up anymore because of Vimeo. Uh, but uh, it was we had her whenever I interviewed her, she would uh, she would queef into <laughs> the mic after after she did uh, her set. She's great. man. She's like 
that that's one of those shows where I wish that people could see how good she is like in the moment because she is phenomenal just like riffing and just because she's so her just and just being raw in that show there's a lot of people like that who uh are busy now who haven't done the show in a long time like Gerard Gerard used to be like one of those regulars of the show that used to come by and just he's just one of those people who just takes to it very naturally uh yeah so if that Hopefully that answers your question in a <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Uh, oh, this is uh, interesting. Frozen Dead Dove has a, a few questions. This redditor says, "Redman, uh, what is your favorite test product you recall from your hometown that didn't make it out?" It's a pretty good question. I guess it would be. Uh damn that's a good sisters question. sisters chicken and biscuits probably uh so wendy's had a kfc version what they what they wanted they, they had a chicken place that was supposed to go in competition with uh kentucky fried chicken and it was called sisters chicken and biscuits and just like kfc their logo was an old three old women instead of an old guy and their their shit was good it was like legit as good if not better than kfc and i actually preferred it over kfc and you know they they had a couple uh couple stores in columbus i I don't know how far out of columbus they did but they closed them down that and probably the the other one was racks which i think was a little bit more nationwide in the midwest at least and racks was uh their version of arby's so i thought you're gonna say hooters Wow. Um, yeah, I would have loved to try that. <laughs> and anytime somebody's like, I like this over this other mainstream thing, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. why I think that was part of the reason why the Popeyes thing took off so much is because it was basically challenging something that's so huge where people are like, what are you talking about? Chick-fil-A is the best. I do. I will stand by saying that I think Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich is better than chick-fil-a's but chick-fil-a still holds the belt for the original joelberg if you could be involved in a hollywood scandal with one individual who would it be oh man scandal um a hollywood individual i'm trying to think because now i'm thinking like what's the scandal you know um i mean i guess you could make it up dude dang I don't know if it'd be somebody I like or somebody I hate. Um, let's see. Hollywood scandal. Um, I don't know. Tony Hawk. Okay. That's a good one. All right. So you're involved in a scandal with Tony Hawk. Yeah. What went down? (laughs) Blowjobs. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many. Honestly, I'll take anything I can get at this point. What if he is really good at drums and he beat you in a contest. Oh, okay, okay. Hollywood scandal. I I beat Dave Grohl <laughs> in oh. a in a drum off. He he's better than me on stage, but somehow I summon the power of hell and the audience body surfs me out of the comedy store and uh, and then uh, we start a beef, but then we make up and then I'm uh, and then I'm really good friends with Dave Grohl. Wow. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. That's good. Um, Hollywood scandal. Who would you guys like to see me in a Hollywood scandal with? 
Stormy well, Daniels. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> well, I think Hollywood scandal does kind of imply something sexual. Yeah. Mm. I think. Uh, I mean, I, there's other things, but. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. You find out. But th- then again, this, uh, you know. This Shane Gillis thing is uh, considered a Hollywood scandal. Oh, yeah. oh dude, I'm terrified well. of that all the time. Like, after every Kill Tony, I'm like, you know, what clip are they going to take me down with? But yeah, but that's the good thing about what we do. We don't have to, we don't care about what TV does yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. We're sure. making, so like, oh, they found this old podcast where I, I you know, whatever, I do this and that. Like, I don't give a fuck because I'm not trying to, you know, be on NBC, you know. I'd rather be on the internet. And the shit we do right now, Kill Tony. If it becomes on TV, that's the whole, you know, they. That's the whole show. So anyway, so it's yeah, it's, it's more raw and real. And and if you're crying about it, we don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't need you. Just kidding. I still Until want you. Until you do. Yeah, I know. That's my problem. <laughs> I know. I know. You're right. I love you, uh, Hollywood. Whoa. Easy boy, easy. Do you have a name for this Tesla? Yeah, it's Desqua. It's just called Desqua. Oh. Is it a girl or a boy? Definitely a girl. Of course, it's Brian. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see here. Well, all well, of Brian's pillows are boys. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, okay. Big, big news just dropping on Jeremiah Wonders. Why are all of Brian's pillows boys? (laughs) (laughs) Tell them their names. What? All right. I I call my pillows names. I have names for my pillows just because we have six pillows on our bed. So I'll be like, hey, where's that one f- flat pillow? You know, no, no, the other one that I... And so instead of doing that, I jokingly start calling them names. Now I have... A th- I, I sleep with three pillows. Actually, can you hold it? I sleep with three pillows. Uh, one is a flat pillow, and it's uh, it's called... Uh, His name is Scott. Scott. And uh, then I have this like thing that looks like a seal or a dolphin or something like that. Like, and that's one like I kind of like hold at night, you know, like squeeze. And that's Scott. No, that's Jeff. No, Jeff. And then you have Jeff Scott. Well, <laughs> I did. I realized <laughs> that's a piano. That's a piano player at the world famous comedy store. It's the gay piano player from the comedy store. Yes, I well, he's figured that out that. recently. And I told Jeff about it just so he doesn't feel creeped out. Totally unrelated to Jeff Scott. I named him, I originally named one Jeff a long time ago and as a joke called the other one Scott. And then I have a third one, which is not a guy. And that's just called Teabag. And that's the one that you go between your legs. Gender just, neutral. Yeah, it's gender neutral. It's a transgender pillow. And, and the only reason it's called teabag because it's so old that it just, it just looks like tea. It looks like brown. It looks like it's an all, old teabag. Yeah, it like looks like it's been shit bag. on a million times and washed. I, just, I put two pillowcases on that one. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of insight. Double and bagging, I, I, dude. How many pillows do you guys sleep with? I have two. They're both flat as shit. I need to get new ones. I have two underneath my neck right now. I need a new mattress. So if anybody out there wants to sponsor me with a mattress, I'll take it. <laughs> I want free stuff. I want so much free stuff. Tell them what size. Um, um, I'll take a full size. California King. I don't think that'll fit in my room. I, I want to have space for anything else. Uh, this one comes from 
Chow Monster, Redditor. Uh, question for Janice. Tell us about yourself. We see you in pics with Redman, but not really talking. Please share your backstory uh, and how you met Brian, if you would like. We we talked about how they met, but uh, yeah, share 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 a little bit about yourself, Janice. Where okay. uh, where are you originally from, and uh, how long you've been in LA and all that stuff? Well, I grew up in LA. Um, kind of like in the outskirts. It's technically LA County, but it has more of an Orange County vibe. Uh, can I say the city? I'm from Cerritos. So very, very predominantly Asian community. Mm -hmm. And then I went up to school in San Francisco, uh, studied advertising. And then I moved back home because I couldn't afford San Francisco. San Francisco is so expensive. Yeah. I didn't know you it's went crazy. to college up there. And the job I was working was like, you know, like college minimum wage kind of stuff so right it was hard and then i came here and and then i just kind of fucked around for a bit and uh now i'm just here yeah i don't know do you want to know what kind of asian i am i'm korean <laughs> <laughs> it's like every white dude's first question at me is it really yeah how tired of you are of getting that question because nobody ever ever comes up to me and is like where are you from man you know what i mean like what type of white are like, you man? yeah like i never ever get that question uh, the only question i get is are you jewish and that's strictly a nose thing <laughs> it's strictly that i know somebody who's believed it for a few years keeping that on the dl yeah for sure that's an ongoing running joke that that uh that george perez uh, thinks i'm jewish you know one oh. fun fact about Janice is, and I always thought this was hilarious, but it actually makes sense that uh, instead of using like tampons or maxi pads, she just buys a box of band-aids. She just uses a band-aid and then like, cause there's like a hundred band-aids for like $3. If you're wondering if the Asian stereotype of uh, how small Asian pussies are, yeah. there you go. Okay, I cannot tell if you guys are lying, if you're doubling up on me, because here's the thing. The only reason why I'm believing this is because in the snack bag that Janice and Brian brought are Sour Patch Kids, Swedish Fish, and Band-Aids. Yeah, I yeah. a box of Maxi Pads right here. Here we go. There's freaking Band-Aids right here. Look at that. And see, they're the bigger ones too. So she and they say Max. That's you can't spell Maxi no. without Max. Max holding your blood inside. Them. Okay, I. This can't be real. I can barely get pregnant. What your gullibility? <laughs> <laughs> I can barely get pregnant. You have to put, a, put it on a chopstick. Just one cum. One drop is all it takes. Oh my God. I, I love, this is what's so funny to me about like, like the, like just their relationship is like how like supportive they are with like the most random bizarre things like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, my, uh, my vagina is microscopic. <laughs> Micro vagina. Micro, it's a micro vagina. I'm depressed. Oh, I'm just kidding. You guys are fucking. Ugh. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Um, this is an interesting one. Actually, let's take a. Uh, oh no. There's more people confusing us trying to take character suggestions for Kill Tony rather than uh, in this car. What's funny 
Original David Redder said, would Joelberg consider doing a show where he challenges pro drummers to drum offs, but always wins through antics, even when the drummers are world class? Yeah, I, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm already on a show that does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Original David, ask Redman if he would rather F a very clean chimp in a dress or a woman that smells like a chimp. A woman that smells like a chimp. Very well. <laughs> I like the professional response. Uh, uh, a lot of people have been asking me about this. I guess I'll answer this question. A lot of people have asked me about Shane, especially since Shane was just on uh, Kill Tony. Um Snelson underscore or underscore else underscore son. <laughs> hey, that one was red wet, bands uh, using the fart machine for when he changes lanes. This is great, and uh, love this camera angle too. Uh, so people, this is the question: is uh, they said, "Hey, Jeremiah." Um, I was wondering if Shane Gillis's firing at SNL made you reevaluate your dream of landing a spot on the cast. Uh, good question. Do you think that's a good question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because honestly, I get why SNL did it, but I don't think they should have done that. I understand why they kind of had to. <laughs> yeah. Um, because here's the, I think honestly, if he wouldn't have said the C word, he would have been fine and he could apologize for saying, for doing a voice. I think that people would have been like, ah, uh, what, you know, whatever, like the stuff, but like, since he's used a, like a, a racial slur, I think that that was kind of the issue with it maybe. Um, but we all know Shane and I don't think that there was any ill will behind that. I think that he was clearly just being silly with a friend on a podcast and kind of talking extreme just because it's like, oh, nobody's ever going to listen to this, which leads me to my theory is that a comedian tipped off uh, industry to that video. There's no way the industry are scrubbing podcasts going through 20 minutes deep into a podcast. There's I don't no know, though now, dude, I really don't think so, because when Pat and I did that NBC show, the stuff that came up was that they wanted me to pull from my Twitter and stuff like that was tweets and different videos with keywords in them. Mm. They were using an algorithm to search for things uh. that were maybe going to be problematic for a network like NBC. Yeah. So I think that, you know, what's frustrating to me about the whole thing is like the people who like are like really upset about it, who are comedians they still want a job on that show. Like all of their posts, like being like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe like uh, somebody, they would hire somebody like this. <laughs> so many farts. I can't believe they'd hire somebody like this. And then they would end their post with, but if you're still looking for uh, a cast member SNL, then I'm your person. It's like, what are, you're getting wrong. You're getting mad for the wrong reason. If you are actively wanting to be on the show, uh, I still would like to be on a show like SNL. Maybe it is an SNL, but I would like to be on some form of uh, like a weekly sketch show, whether it be live or pre-taped or something. But I mean, yeah, there's like a lot of history with the show where I feel like, uh, 
you know, I would, I would like to be a part of something like that if it's not SNL, if that can uh, answer your question. But I'm very grateful that we have the outlet like Kill Tony, where we are getting to create our own characters every week on, on Kill Tony. But my goal with those characters is to put them on to something where you kind of hear from their backstories a little bit more because we can only get out so much of the the characters backstories when we're being different things so i think that there's other avenues and other worlds where i'd like to where they can be on kill tony simultaneously and also you get to know them on like a sketch show as well that'd be and that's an interesting concept too like you owning those characters as like intellectual property oh I, where i mean that's one of the benefits does of doing that the happen show. on a show of like like snl or something or they basically well, own that so thing? jimmy fallon and there's been a, a handful of other cast members who uh in their contracts say the characters that I come in with on the show, I own the these property of, and oh, you have to cool. sign something on SNL. Any character that you create on the show, they own. So, <laughs> so if they were, if you create a, a <laughs> it's so hard to to to, to stay on topic when when the, when, the, when the farts are keeping coming in every time Red Band changes a lane. Uh, they own the rights to any character that is created on the show while you're there. So then they have more percentage of like, you know, the merch and the uh, yeah. the marketing, the different advertising and stuff that they do with that, if that makes sense. That's all very behind the scene, nerdy, yeah. like SNL knowledge that I have. But anyway, uh, let's see here. This is from Kurt Fan 182. What are your major event moments that got you to where you are today? Those things that when you look back and realize if this hadn't happened at that moment, I wouldn't be here. Is there any moments like in comedy or something or that led you to down the comedy path where you're like, this is a significant thing where if this wouldn't happen, then these chain of events wouldn't have happened. Brian Ribbon, go. Uh, absolutely. Joe Rogan hiring me. Uh, the video I filmed and edited uh, Joe Rogan versus Carlos Messia and probably co-creating Joe Rogan podcast and doing the Death Squad podcast. Those four things, probably. Joel? I mean, um, uh, playing drums, probably, when my parents got me a kit for Christmas. Uh, meeting Pat Reagan, for sure, uh, is a big one. And uh, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know. I guess I guess like doing theater, I guess, because that got me into that world of like performing and then meeting somebody who did improv. And then because I used to think stand up was impossible. And then when I started doing improv, I was like, oh, like things I say make people laugh. So maybe it is possible. So say those those three things. Nice. Dropping out of high school. Just kidding. Just made me work harder for stuff. Yeah. Because I was scared. Janice, do you have any any uh, moments in your life where you're like, if this wouldn't happen, then I wouldn't be at this place? Um, I don't know. I guess <laughs> fleeing North Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, oh my major. god! I don't know. I I think uh, yeah, I don't know because. 
If I had, oh, if I hadn't gotten a smart smartphone finally, because I got a smartphone super late, wow. <laughs> then I wouldn't have had Snapchat. I would never have met Brian. Aww, look you That's there. true, man. Smart, yeah. just getting a smartphone or the internet, like connecting to this yeah. bigger picture. Yeah, internet. Yeah. There we go. That's smarter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these little stupid parts when Brian changes lanes. Uh, for me. I think that there's a handful of things kind of a little somewhat similar to, to Joel. I ha would have never guessed that uh, me taking lessons and learning saxophone all those years ago would yeah. be incorporated in multiple projects. Uh, <laughs> I think another one uh, is uh, creating the show stand up on the spot. Uh, the, the, the cool people and um, uh, that I've met through that show. Um, uh has been really rewarding and just like uh it's given some really great comics bits that are either in their act or they've they've recorded on specials uh another one is honestly uh tony and brian um oh meeting tony benji and Brian, uh, those three guys specifically through the comedy store, uh, changed a lot of things on the trajectory of me meeting people and just like going up more and feeling like a, a part of the community there at the comedy store, which led to a lot of different things, which plugged me into different shows, which those were like kind of, uh, big for me. <laughs> um, there, <laughs> Uh, I think also, uh, my, uh, parent <laughs> I hope they can hear the farts in it and if not, if not, otherwise it's like, I'm just like the craziest person laughing at these yeah. life events. There's literally farts. Like you might just have to add farts if they don't, <laughs> they don't yeah, I don't know exactly what's, going farts. I don't even know what's going on. Uh. Um, I think that, uh, I think my parents' divorce had a <laughs> had a big oh, part sure, of uh, of uh, certain life events that like chain of events kind of moments that happened, which uh, pushed me into. There's a moment where I was thinking about joining the army because I just oh wanted God. to leave home and not like uh, like uh, I just wanted to be a part. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's, yeah, you want to be a part of something, and I wanted money, and I was like, oh, I can pay for school this way. I like was looking into. I would. I mean, I would have been such a different person had I gone into the military. I thought of another one. I found. I, I um. I found this little kid's bass drum at a thrift store that I bought, and I would have never fit in the belly room had I not like bought that. Wow, so, it's crazy. Um, well, let's get into this final segment of the show. I haven't prepped Janice on this. Hopefully, she's willing to sh share something. This final segment is called Sax Talk. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, sax all right so i prepped janice she's gonna share a story of a sexual encounter it could even be with brian redband or it could be before brian redband we don't wow. know and i want to play some sweet sweet sax underneath sax <laughs> 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 sounds a lot like a tesla turn signal whenever you're ready janice we will begin i'm ready bingo Oh, I just started talking about it? Yeah. Well, oh, actually, I'm not ready. Let me think. Hey, Joel, will you uh, will you hold a, right. a mic kind of like over uh, your mic like in the 
this way. Oh, to the sacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one time, I was dating a coworker. And it was just, you know, we're just bored. Um, pretty much all we did was like have sex. It was like a fuck buddy situation. And I was living at home and he was also living at home with our parents. Not our shared parents, just our own individual parents. And so we would have to get creative and like finding places to have sex. So uh, this one time we went to the park and it was nighttime, like super late. I forget what time, but it was like when all the lights were out, they put out the lights. So we couldn't we couldn't see anything. And then we just went at it. So the order of it was this work. He, uh, which we call it? Oh my God, this is actually nastier than I thought. He, <laughs> the order of it was we did regular P and B, and then I gave. What's P and B? A penis and vagina. Oh, oh, they said B. That's I mean. Yeah, well, I thought it was pussy and boner. Oh, hot dog in the hallway. Purple butt. And then, and then I gave him blowjob. <laughs> It's a weird order. And then, and then we, you know, made out. And then, and then he started saying things like, you taste weird right now. I was like, and then that made me start noticing. I was like, oh man, that tastes weird. You're right. Like maybe I, I bled or something in my mouth. Like maybe I bit my tongue. And then later I got home, I realized I had started my period. What a lucky guy. <laughs> well, that was uh, some... That's my girl! <laughs> a standing ovation from Brian Redmond. Yeah, uh, I couldn't... Uh, I, I couldn't tell if Brian was flinching from the sacks in the car or him hearing Janice talk about oh. another guy. Both. I've never actually ever heard her... Ah! Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Well, Brian turned a corner a little bit too fast. And that was the, that was the closest we've come to wrecking on a road cast. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm, surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't fart the whole way through. Like, and okay. that's the last time I'll ever tell that story. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, guys, um, this has been quite the, uh, Exciting roadcast. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything before we go? We're just about to the La Jolla Comedy Store. Brian? Well, of course, Kill Tony Australia and all those dates coming up. Uh, every first and third Friday, I still do the Death Squad show at the Ice House. So a lot of Kill Tony people are on it. A lot of, like, you see me take people from the audience. Or, I mean, take people that uh, did good on Kill Tony and give them a spot there. So it's very fun, especially if you're a Kill Tony uh fan uh and deskquad.tv look for a bunch of new podcasts coming very soon uh joel what do you got uh everything brian said uh 
uh, Caveman Coffee. Use the code word Kill Tony. Uh, uh, who else gives us the? Oh, Sally Speedweed. Just thanks for all the support, guys. You guys are great. Somebody send me a mattress, please. Janice, Full anything uh, you got uh, coming up? You want to plug? Not really. Follow Kill Tony on Twitter at Kill Tony, and oh, yeah. uh, also check out uh, Janice's art. Um, it's really Thank good. You. I really like your drawings. Well, on Instagram, I'm Janice J A N I C E M I double or triple N, and then on Twitter, I'm Missing Toe four twenty. Where does Missing Toe come from, by the way? That's when uh, I first met Brian, and he wanted to keep my identity anonymous to his followers. Oh. So he would just call me Missing Toe. Oh, okay. I get that. I understand that. It made people think that she was missing a toe, so she was gross also. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the deep mind of yeah. Brian Redman. <laughs> well, what names didn't happen? Yeah, yeah. Shit, what, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what were the Twitter handles that didn't make the cut? Yeah. Period blowjob. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um also to answer that question i didn't want to just say like be emo and be like my parents divorced <laughs> shaped <laughs> most of my life is also there's a lot of good things like uh uh you know like being growing up with a supportive family and also honestly going to church so much that is a huge whether or not i you know where i'm at with things now that's still a huge part of uh if i had never gone to church it'd be very interesting like an alternate timeline of uh secular jeremiah Ooh, naughty naughty um but check out shopsquad.tv for all the uh death squad merch uh yeah very edgy um uh the bison t-shirt is up uh at jeremiahwatkins.com as well as uh, uh, on shop squad and uh kill tony band calendars are up as well and jeremiah wonders t-shirts thank you guys so much for listening this has been another roadcast of jeremiah wonders anything else to say before we sign off guys bye red band sleeping again oh, oh. no i sleep at the wheel oh.